100, 100, 100. Feels like we just started cruising yesterday. Thank you, first and foremost, to all of our fans, you guys, for the continued fun, love, and support throughout the entire journey thus far, from episode one to now episode 100. So crazy. Through all the changes to where we are now, you all have been amazing, and we appreciate you. So let's keep it rolling. Let's kick it out to our Portland crew as the duo is joined by Tommy Alter. Who is Tommy? Tune in to find out. His friendship with E.T., what diversity in the film industry is all about, who he, Tommy, has gone roller skating with, and so much more. Did you know Evan accidentally kissed Will Smith? Or how about, did you know that Rondo is the best Connect Four player ever? There is so much more, so much more from this crew that you don't want to miss out on. So with that, Brooke, it's all you, girl. Thank you so much, Allie girl. Welcome to Road Trippin'. We are, gosh, what is this, number five? Foe. Foe? Foe. Are you sure? Lucky number five. Five, thank you. Lucky number five. five. Lucky number five, J-Kid joint. Yes, and E.T., of course, is here, as always, and he brought a very special friend of his. Mm -hmm. As I usually do when they're your buddy, you, of course, will do a much better job of introducing, so why don't you go ahead and do that? I would like to introduce the man, the myth, the guy behind the scene. The connector, the plug, the Cubs fan. So many. The most randomest. <laughs> Keep it going. Like we, we relate right away. Keep but, it going. Uh, I want more. I want more. Who else, man? Harvey Weinstein. Oh, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just because we're in LA. There's a story behind it. But other, Can't wait other for that, that one. my guy uh, bringing to the show, Tommy Alter. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks for pulling up, man. We're in this magical, magical room at the Ritz-Carlton. It's pretty nice, isn't it? We know people. This studio is fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely definitely one of a kind, man. We got my man Jeffy taking videos, checking (laughs) the sound. Shout out Jeff Curtin. And uh, giving directions right before dinner. Appreciate you, my guy. Thanks, Jeff. Jeffy's getting it in. He's getting it in. Okay, so now we know a lot of weird adjectives about you, but what exactly, I mean, I already know because I looked you up and I knew already, but what... I know what you're doing now. Talk, talk about that, but then kind of your come up because you've done a lot of different fun things. Well, now I'm doing a, a bunch of different stuff. You know, so I'm I'm a, I'm a producer on a couple of different TV shows. Uh, so a show called Jesus and Miro, mm-hmm. uh, which is a show in Viceland, which is now going to Showtime. That's Premieres awesome. Two twenty one. That one blew up tune, quick. Tune in, it blew up quick. Um, I produce a show with LeBron and Maverick for. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uninterrupted is involved in called The Shop, which is a show on HBO. Our people. Um, I do some other stuff with HBO. I work with uh, with Bill Simmons. Mm-hmm. We do some stuff for HBO. We just did a show, Courtside, uh, that came out over the summer. Um, a couple other projects, Netflix, a couple documentaries here and there. I mean, the th- reality with like the producer thing mm-hmm. is every day is just, I mean, it sounds like a cliche, but like every day is just like different. Yeah, of course. So like the the... Uh, we'll have a project and we'll do it for two months and then it'll be done and then you're just like on to the next thing. So there's not a, there's not like a daily existence where it's like, okay, this is my Mm -hmm. thing for the next six months. Like I knock on wood, I'll still be working on these. I think these shows that we have going are going to be there in six months. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, I mean, you never know. Um, but I also am sure at that point I'll have added something else or I'll have like, yeah, I'm about to say, when do you sleep? (laughs) I mean, so I don't, which is like a problem. Like actually this is the weird thing is, when I was, I used to live in New York. I'm from New York originally, um, and I didn't sleep in New York. Like, like, like one of the problems with New York is like you never lived there, have you? 
No, no, never. Um, New York is New York is a New York is the I greatest. I made trade it one day. New York, never. New York is the greatest city in the world. It but it's besides just, Chicago, wait, can yeah. we curse in this or podcast or no? Yeah, no, I curse I mean, all the you time. Know this guy. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, I don't, <laughs> yeah. but like New York is like fucking crazy. Yeah, like no, it's just it crazy. Is, so like you no don't lie. like I would be I'd be in New York and you don't go to sleep before. Three thirty, four, and you go eat dinner night. at like midnight, right? Yeah, you and just, then yeah. any turn in New York could be the wrong neighborhood. <laughs> yes, or the right neighborhood, depending yeah, on the circumstances. I ended up in the Bronx randomly one night. Well, that is you took a couple of turns. <laughs> <No. laughs> <laughs> it's just like the Bronx is pretty up, so no, like for you to end up in the Bronx, like, it looked done. like a French Montana video. I thought we were gonna die. I was like, Where I are spent a lot of because because these is mirror from the Bronx. I spent a lot of time up there with them. Like, okay. Bronx is fun, man. Not Bronx is having a moment this year, it 2018. Is. You got yeah. them. We got Cardi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Alexandria yeah. Uh, Casio Cortez, politician. Mm-hmm. Damn. Uh, Lin Manuel, it's like all the, yeah, every, no, the Bronx they're doing their thing. They show a lot Cardi? of love out there yeah. too. Like, girl, Cardi's they show a lot Cardi's of love the queen. out there. No, yeah. she's doing her thing, man. You, you heard about what Offset did last night? Yes, I, know. I, I went that. to I went to Offset's birthday party last night. Was that crazy? It was our, It was weird. It was like his outfit was. Crazy. So this is so this was the the first thing was I got invited to it. I'm, I actually don't know him really, but I know Quavo, and I got invited by one of the guys that works with them like earlier in the week and I was kind of like I don't know like we'll see uh, cause you just never know with yeah. like parties like this they're always like a scene yeah. and then they followed up yesterday and they were like I'm like alright sure like I'll come and they're like the attire is jungle drip and I'm <laughs> like drip. what the fuck is jungle drip like I just don't know what yeah, that yeah. I have no idea what that means yeah, what that mean? <laughs> apparently jungle drip is like Britney Spears 2000 VMAs oh, outfit dope. or something like that. I'm a, I'm a slave for you. Yeah. yeah. Britney, you killed that. You killed that. That was her high moment. Get it, yeah. get it, get it. And get so it. I'm not like, yeah. I'm not. What does that mean for a guy? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm not going to go buy a pet snake <laughs> and I'm not, and I'm not going to show up with like no shirt on. Just like, no, you come out and just silk boxers, some house slippers and you scratch yourself I feel like up. you could just wake up Jungle Drip. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is different. Like if you got here a night earlier, you would have killed the party. Yeah. You already know I'm pulling But out. so the party was, the party was fine. Uh, the weird thing was it was at this place where it wasn't a zoo, but there were like animals there. So there was like a tiger. I mean, it was in a cage. Like it wasn't walking around. I don't but like, like, I don't it was a tiger. There were like monkeys. They can get out. Yeah, it was like there was a lot. But so I saw the thing that he did, and then afterwards he showed up to the party, and I, it must have been like a five hundred thousand dollar like yeah, head crazy. to toe, yeah. head to toe drip like jungle drip yeah, on, like on steroids. Yeah. yeah. So what he did, so that was after, the birthday party was after what he did. At the show. Okay, in case anybody doesn't know, I am, so he, Offset is Cardi's ex. He went on stage for her show at, what was the the, the place? Rolling Loud, right? Rolling Loud. Yeah, yes. It's like a traveling uh, hip hop. Right, show. and it was, she was like the first female headliner, if I remember correctly. That was a big deal. Someone said that because she was headlining it, and they people were mad because he took like away her shine. Because, anyway, so he comes out and he says, "He tried to say sorry." He tried to say, "I want you back." Yeah. That's so right. here's my next question. You kind of got well, not defensive, but you're like, "Yeah, you feel like is that a cool move for a dude to do?" I mean, what else are you supposed to do? Like, I think he said something in regards to like everything was like already publicly made. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was already like a public. So, of course, publicly, I'm sure she's upset, hurt, yeah. and embarrassed in how it's taken. You have to, at the, that's the same the same type of energy, but man, I don't know not to know more. My, my aunt said the second you think you have a woman figured out, it's the second she'll change. So when it came down to it, that response, no disrespect to Cardi, that response sounded about well, right. Well, so there's a couple things. There, <laughs> there, there are a couple things. A, you don't get on the stage at a place like that unless... 
everyone is at least slightly aware. Like they didn't rush the stage. You know what I mean? It wasn't it, like it was like he like knocked out some security no. guard and run it, ran up there. It was like so that's why there's an element of like it wasn't a stunt, but she I did. don't. I think she knew that there was something like that might happen. You think so? Yeah. So there's that, and then the second thing is just there's a. It's very sort of like inside that world, but like. They have the same management, everything yeah. like that. Coach K and P, these yeah. guys from Atlanta. Oh, they're yeah. doing Atlanta. their thing, man. Yeah, they're killing yeah, it. But yeah. like, so there's an element of like, there's so mm. much that's happening with that. It's one of the things that kind of annoys me when people sort of get on Twitter and they kind of oh, yeah. get on their high horse about like how like like we have no we have no idea what's going yeah, on. Yeah, in no that clue. Relationship. Like no clue. And so there, I I don't know. I don't really know or care whether they will get back together. <laughs> you know, but I'm kind of just like, if he's going to do it, like, and she even sort of said the thing afterwards. She was like, I don't know if I'm going to take him back, but like, I don't need everyone on Twitter, like going after him. Yeah. You know true, I mean? true, like, true, he was true. just kind of, he was trying to do it. It wasn't it like was he was a bold move. Yeah. But it was thought at the end of the day, it was thoughtful. I mean, it was thoughtful. Obviously it's not conducive <laughs> with his actions and made her upset, but right. it was a thoughtful move. It could have been worse and he could have not have done it. Yeah. In my personal opinion. If I were a betting man, if I were a betting man, I would say that it's a relationship that has they, they will be they will be back together at some you point. You think so? Yeah, uh, yeah that's, I'm sooner rooting, rather than later. I'm rooting for him. If, if I were a betting man, I would say by the time twenty eighteen. Yeah. It's a love story. When's this podcast coming out? By the time this podcast <laughs> yeah. comes out, they will be they will be back together. I don't believe in breakups during the holidays or the new year either. <laughs> so like What does that mean? Mean like come on, it's Christmas time, bro. You're supposed to be in that spirit. Mm-hmm. Meet under that mistletoe. But don't you think that that's when sometimes breakups happen because like the presents are whack or like, Oof. or like Amen New Year's, that. your New Year's game is not on point. Like there's like a lot of things that could go wrong. You, you hold it down till January 10th. <laughs> that's there. the day, January 10th? You got to get out of there before like. <laughs> 10 days after is a lot. I'd say January like 4th. <laughs> right, but you got to get out of there. Like it, it's, it's, the damn holidays are like so manipulative towards like a relationship because it's like damn Thanksgiving. Yeah. Obviously, you feel whatever type of way. Then you go through the whole Christmas or Hanukkah, which you refuse to acknowledge. <laughs> then, <laughs> then, I don't refuse to acknowledge Hanukkah. I just say I don't personally celebrate Hanukkah because I think Hanukkah is somewhat of a made-up holiday. <laughs> let's let's be clear. He's Jewish, everyone. I'm Jewish. I'm a Jew that celebrates Christmas because I think Christmas is a great holiday it's that the best it's a great yeah. holiday that is that is Christmas. that just has legacy and history and everything like that and hanukkah is a holiday that was created in response to christmas for jews to celebrate and i'm just like why don't you just celebrate christmas it's like you don't need to do a, we don't need to get into a side <laughs> on this but christmas is great like i don't go to church I just i just i just do the parts of christmas yeah. that are fun so you have a tree in your place no nah. oh you gotta go if you're gonna go for it you gotta go for it like Evan, have you heard Evan, of it? Have I mean, you seen Evan's, his tree? Evan's tree is insane. Yeah. It's like a whole day's also, event. But he's also just like I do a holiday decoration. Yeah, Evan's a ham. Like he can't not do that. Yeah, I do it. <laughs> me, me and the homies. It's, I mean, it's only a second year of tradition. How big's so, the tree? Twelve oh feet gosh. tall. Yeah, yeah, it's probably the biggest tree in Portland. And That's then, huge. And then we Takes a well, you can see it from up. the highway. Actually, oh yeah, I can see it. Yes, I can see it. So then, like this year, usually it's only been two years, but I like to hang my, I have to hang. Hang my own star because you know I'm like hey, I'm, I paid the bills around this motherfucker like it's, I'm hanging as you star. should by yeah the way. you own that but my best friend Dorian have you ever met Dorian a little five seven dude we used to so. fist fight every ten minutes <laughs> I probably I met him yeah, although well, I didn't see the fist fights we had, well we had a little henny and hot chocolate and we thought it'd be funny if 
me and my brother lifted him up towards the 12 feet. I saw that video. <laughs> it took like 10 minutes to do, but he was able to get the star on the it top of so the tree. It was so awkward. I, yeah. felt, I felt like he's going down. Yeah, I thought, yeah, I'm like, damn, bro, how long you think I'm going to hold you up here? <laughs> he almost, dude almost had a, a concussion See, for real. Tragedy, tragedy on Christmas would not have been great. Yeah, that no. So look, so what, so since you are pro Christmas, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Or what makes you feel I was Christmas talking about, I was thinking about this earlier today, actually. Ooh. Ooh. Got a little, yeah, little Pino. Um, yeah, it's, it's my favorite Christmas movie. Uh, I think Home Alone. Home Alone. Home Alone is fire. The Water Bandits or the. <laughs> I so I love Home Alone one. I love Home Alone one and two, three. I've seen a bunch, but I don't like as much. That's a different kid, right? Yeah, different kid. Yeah, I'll just like so. different. Everything about it is like a different vibe. Yeah. Um, I love Bad Santa. Okay. I love. I I don't. I've seen all of them, but I don't love the old ones as much. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a wonderful life and everything like that. Like yeah. they're fine. Yeah. I kind of like the idea of them. I'm like, gonna, I'm gonna keep it 100. I every Christmas I'll just sit in. I'll sit inside. And I'll watch the Christmas. What's the Christmas story? Christmas Carol? Christmas, Christmas story. story. Best. Yeah, best. Yeah, yeah. My yeah, opinion. That your is the best. Oh, yeah, it's so I'll good. Watch it a Christmas over. story is great. So good. I watch that over and over and over on Christmas. A Christmas story is great. I think. That, don't you agree that like Polar Express is dope too. I actually have never seen. Polar I have never Express. seen it either. Or what about the Rise of the Guardians? That's kind of Christmassy. It's basically a cartoon Avengers, but do you think Die Hard is a Christmas movie? No, but everyone talks about that during the I season. I think, but I, I don't know because I think Friday After Next. Yeah, Friday After Next is a great. I, I is a great. A good, me movie. and my brothers watched that last Friday, night. Friday After Next is a very underrated Christmas movie. No, I I think so too, man. So if it's, ba- if it's like the premise of it is during Christmas, that makes it a Christmas movie. That's yes. what I thought. Yes. Shit, I mean, I well, everyone has a different opinion. Well, so no, that. I think the I think the argument with Die Hard, which makes it a little bit different, is Die Hard is it takes place during Christmas, but Die Hard is not. Yeah. It's right. not really about Christmas. It's yeah, about no. a, it's, a, it's an action movie. Friday after next is about a Santa Claus is just going through the hood, yeah. robbing, robbing everybody. Like, yeah, making sandwiches. Where are yeah. the cookies and shit? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bad Santa the, was the sandwiches. He's like, can I bad make you Santa, sandwiches? I was gonna say, Bad Santa. I think is. I think Bad Santa is top. It's, it's a treasure. It's a top five Christmas movie. It is a. It is. It's also one of those movies that uh, it never gets unfunny. Totally. Yeah. Like you can watch yeah. it. So I try to watch. I'll definitely watch that over yeah. the next week. You ever? So you you ever thought about getting into? Cause you, you like to produce stuff, getting into movies and stuff. Getting into film. Yeah. I mean, I've, we're talking about it right now with some yeah. of the stuff we're working on. Um, it just is a different. It's it's a little bit of a different thing, and so you kind of have to like like I would have to stop doing the stuff that I'm doing yeah. to go do it because. Yeah. Right now, I'm able to juggle a lot of these projects because they're they're like are on similar schedules, and they are uh, like once you have the schedule set, you I can it's kind of crazy, but I can like manage my time that way. Yeah. But like when you, like when you start doing film stuff, you are like you're on set for 30 days yeah. or yeah, 40 true. days or something like that, and all of a sudden you're like, and they shoot all the movies now in Georgia, in mean, Vancouver, <laughs> and so you're like like it just is a thing which is just yeah. a little bit different. Yeah. I would love to do it at some point. Yeah. Um, but I think that like, I kind of, I kind of don't want to, I, I always like to look at these things. It sounds like a sort of like obvious sort of cliche way to look at it. But like, I just want to do stuff that's just kind of like interesting and different. Yeah, and, I, and I don't want to get into film stuff until I think it's like a project yeah. that's like worth it. It's so, it's Can you tell them by the way, the first time we met? I was what, just going to say, he, we haven't even talked about he, how you guys met. What he, what you called me? Okay, so <laughs> this is like a this is like a, a, a both like impressive 
this is like an impressive thing on E.T.'s part, and it was also just like super weird. Yeah, no, so, <laughs> so look, so my buddy Jelani Floyd, um, my business manager, shout out Jelani. The legend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Legend. He's so nice. Yeah, yeah, he, he, that's my guy. So he and Tommy originally met first, you okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think we met through Chance. I don't know. Some, something along those lines. Someone in Chicago. I don't know if it's Poneman. I don't know. Poneman knows everybody too. You know yeah. everybody, ET. I, 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 I kind of know everybody from a distance. It might have been Dan. It was. I yeah, think it was yeah, Dan. Yeah, yeah. I know enough people that know the right people. Gotcha. But um, so long story short, he kept telling me about a dude named you know Tommy. And I'm like, he's like, man, he produces this, does this. Like he think you'd be dope and, like on TV and stuff. I was kind of like, yeah, sure. You know, because Johnny's <laughs> Johnny's like one of my best friends, yeah. so like he thinks I can do no wrong sometimes. Or he'll be like, bro. You'd be great at this. So, like, low-key, you know I mean? I'm so random in a sense. Like, <laughs> I'll forget what you tell me in a sense. Or, I'll, you know, if I meet somebody, I just yeah. meet them normally. So, like, yes. I'm like, you want to come over and just kick and eat some pizza? So, I mean, like, I wasn't even, like, re- really realizing, like. That was the. Yeah, what was yeah. going No, I knew who he was, of course. Yeah. But I, it, it just slipped my mind. So, we're, we're just kicking it just. Yeah, hey. and to be fair to you, it was after a game. Yeah, yeah. We're it was ha- after a game. We were at the house. It was, like. The, it was not like a thing where there, it wasn't formal at all. It wasn't formal. It wasn't formal. And, and as you can and, see, I'm not formal. Yeah, and, and also, by the way, my feeling on that kind of thing, because I've been in that situation a million times with like every different type of person, yeah. is like it's better for it not to be formal because yeah. like it's weird if like yeah. you're getting back to your house and you're tired and everything like that, mm-hmm. and it's all of a sudden like oh, you got to meet yeah. about... Because then it's like, I got nothing to, we got nothing to meet about. Like, yeah, I just been pulling going to the game. It wasn't yeah, like... I was like it wasn't like, like, I was like a date or something. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, like, we, we were just, just talking about Yeah, this. we were just kicking and drinking, you know, like, hanging out and stuff. I guess, uh, what what happened? So, he's talking. We're all just having conversations, you know, just basically this, just a bunch of randomness. Like, yeah. you know, I love to hear stories and all that random mm-hmm. shit. So, he starts telling me more and more stories. Like, damn, this dude cool as shit, you know? <laughs> So at one point he's talking, he's like in a deep conversation. I'm like, listen to him and in my head. I'm like, bro, you know who you look like? And he was like, yeah, who? Mac Miller. I'm like, please, <laughs> hell no. R.I.P. to Mac Miller, yeah, one of my favorite were, artists. And you were I was telling this story, yes, yeah. Yep. So when I was talking, you know what I'm saying, one of my favorite artists or whatever. So I'm like, bro, hell no, you don't look like no damn Mac Miller. You look like dude, what's the dude's name from my- from Entourage. I'm like, and he's like, who? And I'm like, he's like, Ari Gold, because I'm Jewish. I'm like, no, fam. <laughs> it's from one specific episode. So, so this is where it gets weird. This is where it gets weird. This is where it gets weird, because if you just say I look like a character from a show mm-hmm. or something like that, you like, all right, what, whatever. Like, that's fine. So, you know, keep going. Yeah, so you would think it was like the actual people that show up like all the, the four, time. The yeah. four guys. Yeah, right? the main no, characters. No, it was a guest star, basically. So this is an episode, I think it was like season Maybe five when Johnny Drama was working on. Uh, but the funny thing is, so you're now you're playing Coy. You he knew the exact episode, <laughs> and the exact part of the episode when we were there. Yeah. So he was like, so we were all arguing about it, and I was basically just like, like shut the fuck up. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know what you're talking about yes. right now. Like I look yeah. like a random character from a one episode. So of the I show. pull up the episode, go straight to it, and if you guys are Entourage fans, it's when Johnny Drama thought he was gonna be in Rush Hour Three, yeah. so he goes yeah. to the, the pool. The person is Brett Ratner. Oh yeah, Brett oh, Ratner. Brett. The Brett. movie producer. Yeah, Brett Ratner. There was a Brett Ratner. The movie I said producer. Harvey Weinstein on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what so he said, so, so he said, but he said this when he called me Brett Ratner. First of all, Brett Ratner's like, 
he's got about fifty pounds on you. It yeah. wasn't that far. I think mean, no. no, no. Ryder's like a big guy. No, no, like, no, no, no disrespect no. to Ryder. I'm not saying like, it was like for sure, like a, a dead on. I can see. I can and see. And maybe because it. it said producer and everything in my head, I'm like, bro, you know. We you both know. have a beard. Like, yeah, no, of both course. white. You know, you guys like, a little bit. I, I yeah. can see in your face. No, but like a hip person now. Yeah. Both, like, we're both know? guys. Yeah. Both, yeah. Like, no. So look. So you know, obviously. So now, like when I pull it up, pause. I'm like, bro. I go straight to it. Pause it. We're like, bro. Go in front of the screen. He's like, no, fuck that. I'm not going in front of the screen. Like, bro, come on, man. We having a good time. I, I wish I wish I could do it. I told him, like, bro, I wish I could do it because I would for sure do that. Yes, of course. And I'm like, come on, bro. That's going to be a great memory. Don't ruin the memories, bro. <laughs> he goes in front met. of the screen. As soon as he goes in front of the screen, the whole house erupts. Like, oh, my God. Well, the whole room was slanted against me. Of course. We just had a bunch of Evans just like lackeys in there. <laughs> no, of course no, they were no, going to be like, yeah. No, you look bro, whatever like you say, No, e. bro. That looked just like them. Me and the homies. Well, appreciate it. Well, I thought what I just thought was was impressive, even though I disagreed with the comparison, was <laughs> like if I said either of you looked like somebody from a piece like a piece of pop culture or whatever, yeah. and like a movie's different because a movie it's shorter. There was like seven seasons of Entourage, mm-hmm. and like I've seen basically the whole show, but like I have no idea what is in what season, what episode is what, da da da, and it took about. 45 seconds <laughs> and it was like no nah, it was like season five episode three uh, 24 minutes in yeah, we fast nah. forward and it's like it's like almost as if it was like a setup no. like, <laughs> <laughs> i swear to god not i'm gonna keep it 100 with you during that time non-stop for three years straight i watched entourage over and over we have, i know we are, remember we talked about yeah, it yeah um, over and over like and over well i have a question i have thing. a question for you do you think that entourage i think it's realistic no, no, no. <laughs> okay. I, I, I also think it's too. realistic. But do you think that it changed the perspective? Because you, I think when the show came out, you were were you still in school or were you? Uh, so when the show came out, I didn't see it till I was like 25 to keep it 100 cheap. But yeah. when the show came out, I was like 15 or 16 maybe. Because I'm what I'm curious about is like whether it's changed the perspe- like the perspective of like what NBA guys like. Does it make it more glamorous like to life. like be in the? in the crew you know because of the show because the show is such a glamorous life i i think i think for sure in my personal opinion i think the modern day walking version of it is you work with a lebron matt you know what i'm saying all those dudes crossed over and you know what i'm saying and did and did that i think when it came down to i think it just from my crew i think it really inspired like damn like when we started watching more and more like yo we can really kind of manage stuff in our own sense and you know what i'm saying not listen to has there been a show a show that you think has captured it basketball wise because one of the good things about entourage is the show like, I, I thought it got bad by the end but like mm-hmm. the first four or five seasons it was super realistic for I, the entertainment industry like yeah. it was like all this inside yeah even like being out in la now and like i mean the restaurants stuff were kind of different but like mm-hmm. they were very it was very much like this was made by people inside so there's a lot of inside jokes yeah. and yeah. like references and stuff like that that like people here got maybe uh, like Survivor's Remorse had the randomness on it. Yeah, I guess, but that that, that got canceled. It's hard. I think it's hard to do it. I think I think Ballers. That's, I was just that, that's say football. I was gonna say, do you think you like Ballers? I mean, I like the first. I mean, I, I feel like HBO kind of all does the same thing. I feel like everything is based off Entourage now. Everything is hella lavish, hella. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Fast cars, money, naked I, sex. The problem, I think that, Billions that is, is the same. The problem way. with the problem with Ballers is. I, I don't know how many seasons there's been. I stopped watching I it. I think it's three. Three. I couldn't tell you what Ballers is about. 
ain't about you know what the I mean? football <laughs> But it's like not though because they don't play. There's no football yeah, in the show. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. true. And so it was actually funny. I had this conversation. This is like, forgive the like name drop. But I had this conversation with John David Washington, who's oh, in yeah. who's Shout in out. the show. Who's a great guy. Yeah. Uh, and now Black he's like Klansman blowing up. Yeah. Black yeah. Clans, man. He's a great, he's like, and he's, he's about, he's in a bunch of movies and everything like that. Um, and I asked him, I was like, what's it about? And he's been this from the beginning. And he's like, like, there's like, no, like, you know what Entourage is about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just like, it's like, there's a bunch of different yeah. shit happening. You and want, it's kind of entertaining. And then they well, don't play like, football. I, yeah. I still thought it was dope, maybe, because who, Rashad Mendenhall, did he write a little for that show? I read something like that. I'm not yeah. sure. I actually don't know who Low key, write people it. don't know, but I wanna I wanna start writing scripts when it's all said and done. Wait, what? Hold on. Seriously. For sure. I would for sure start writing scripts. Like what, but why what? do you have to do when it's all said and done? Why can't you just start now? I mean I have usually it's not even that I, I, I need to bring like a recorder probably because I, I usually tell half the damn script whenever I meet you. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like whatever story comes up, I, but like if you tell me a story. I'm sure you hear me say, like, damn, that'd be perfect for a movie. Yep. Like, you know what I'm saying? I've heard you say that. So, like, I don't know how hard it'd be, but... Well, you could have someone, like, help you, like, figure out... Because writing a script, and you can probably, you know, talk about this, writing a script is different than just writing, you know, just kind of just putting notes to paper. Like, you, when you write a script, it's it's very specialized yeah. on, like, scenes, blank, blank. So yeah. I want to know, like, what kind of... What would you want to do? Like, a comedy? Would you want to do, do a, bunch. a drama? A human... Matt Miller says a human being is complex. I can do a drama, comedy, love story, all that well, good the stuff. Most important, the most important thing with writing, and I, I don't do this, but <laughs> that's why. But like for people that are successful at writing, the most important thing is just to write every day. Yeah. And so that's that's like basically the 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 challenges, and it's what makes it hard for you to actually do it in season because you just don't yeah. have the time. But for it's, sure. it's just like a. It's like one of those things, it's just repetition, you know? And so, mm -hmm. like, all these scripts, like, all the best scripts have gone through, like, like hundreds and hundreds of drafts, you know? Of like, yeah. it, the first script is, like, there's something there, but mm -hmm. then, like, by the 10th draft, it's, like, it's different. Like, I was talking about this with somebody the other day. Like, you ever see Anchorman? Of course, bro. Have so, we like, seen Anchorman? So, Anchorman, so Anchorman, <laughs> Anchorman, it's crazy because now everyone's like, oh, Anchorman is, like, one of the best comedies like of the last like 20 years or whatever. Yeah, like they first started trying to do Anchorman in like 1999. It came out in like 2004. So it took like five years for them to actually come out and no one would make it. Like no studio would, would buy it or anything like that. They tried all these things. They put all these like, I think at one point, like it wasn't Martin Scorsese, but it was like some, some like A-list director who doesn't even do comedy was like mm -hmm. attached to it just so they could try to like sell yeah. it. Really? Because they just were like, they were getting no luck. And was like, this like before, had they already decided Will Ferrell was the yeah, guy? Yeah, it was okay. Will Ferrell and, and Adam McKay. But at that point, Adam McKay was now like doing everything. Yeah. But at that point he wasn't, Anchorman was like his first thing. And then yeah. he did Step Brothers and he did Talladega Nights. Which he did all my favorite. Afterwards. Shaking baby, but, baby. But like <laughs> that script originally was like, they, I think the original premise was they were they were stranded on a in like a mountain cliff or something like like a, a snowy mountain or something like that and like it was still the character it was still Ron Burgundy yeah. and they basically had to like fight their way off so like the thing <laughs> that changed make any the thing sense. changed like fifty times That's crazy. and there were like there were there were like ten times where it was like completely dead and then eventually it like worked its way into a into like a suitable yeah. thing but it's like it's it's crazy out here to see and it's one of the things that makes the stuff that I do a little easier in a way is like with a lot of the a lot of the TV stuff especially non-scripted TV stuff like if you have a good idea and you can do it 
you just go do it. And yeah. it's like, and you can get someone to pay for it. You just go do it here. There's so much red tape yeah. because there's so many people that yeah. give notes and there's so much politics that goes into like, like the need. money of what gets funded and everything yeah. like that. And so it's like a, it's one of those things. It's like not for the faint of heart yeah. getting into the, so, Oh uh, no, no, that's, I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> that's this is wonderful. I guess like, I guess was my next point I was going to say, like, you said right every single day. One thing I always thought well, I appreciate when we take flights mm-hmm. or like I'm driving in my car and stuff, like it's like time to think. So you won't mm-hmm. get like writer's block in a sense, but I guess that's what can really interrupt it. If you have to hear about like some random that doesn't know what's in your mind or anything, like you need to make it look like this or you need to make it look like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that I think, so I think there's a couple things. I think that the writing every single day is the, is the, is the key and it's not even just script writing it's any kind of writing yeah. like if you're yeah. writing journal if, or something yeah or you want to be an author yeah. or something like that like it's you gotta it's just like it's the same way why you during the season you play every day unless you're hurt or she you records know? yeah yes. you, record every day. you, do the same, you just yeah. do the same thing every single day um but uh but i think that with the actual in terms of the actual script process it's just like the format is like weird but like once you get it you sort of figure it out yeah. and so then it becomes like the more you do it, the better you get it. I think you would, you could definitely do it. Yeah. Like, you could do it on your life. You could definitely you do, could it. do it. The life of ET. Yeah. That, but, the, I mean, but the cool thing about, the cool thing about real. entertainment stuff, which is funny, which I've noticed is like, it's not like, it. it's not like you, like people come from like untraditional backgrounds all the time and make it yeah. if they have, if they have the right sense of humor and they have the right like perspective on stuff, especially now. Like I think the thing that like, all these, it took long enough, but I think the thing all these like networks and studios are realizing is like, you need to find perspective from people that aren't just like white guys. Because yeah. <laughs> like white guys, they've been doing yeah. it forever, so now it's like, let's find people that, yeah. so no. like with Insecure. I it, love, it. oh my gosh, took, Issa Rae, yeah. you're amazing. But so Thank like, you. so that show, a guy that I used to work with, I still am friendly yeah, with. You produce, but, you're part of producer. Yeah, with, that's, oh, no kidding. Well, so, I'm not, man, so I'm not. Bro. So I'm not. I, I get that. I'm, so I'm not involved. He, I'm not involved in Insecure. I, I used to be producing partners with Larry Wilmore. Okay. Um, I knew who that. Who was one of the creators of mm-hmm. Insecure, and so I was with them when they were making it and everything yeah. like that. But I didn't have anything to do with the actual like creation of the yeah, show. What did you know about black people in the hood? Yeah, South Central. <laughs> it's like, but it's like you kind of changed Inglewood to Iowa. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <just, laughs> <laughs> but so, but so, but so, like that's a that's a perfect example of like that show took that show took a super long time to get actually made, mm-hmm. but then once it once it got made, everyone was like, well, Issa's great. Mm-hmm. You know, they were like, she, and her perspective is super necessary. And so then it's like, there's all these copycats and everyone was like, oh, we want to do the next Insecure. Yeah, you know, and like, they got the British version of it, right? Yeah. Is that gum? gum? I haven't seen it, but yeah, I know you're talking yeah, about. And the same, the same shit happened with, uh, with Atlanta. Oh, I love oh, Atlanta. Atlanta. So like Atlanta, like they, when they were trying to make that show, they, uh, they went around to like every network and everyone said no. They were like, this won't be good. And, and because it was like, it was Donald and his brother yeah. and his brother, his brother's like a great writer, but his brother's like this, I'm talking about like not traditional. Like yeah. his brother makes, he has no need to like, feels no need to like go into a room and like kiss up to people. Yeah. And like he just is like it's himself. Like, yeah. And so finally FX like took a shot at it, at it and it was really good. Unreal. And then everyone was like, oh, we need the next Atlanta. No, it's like Black well, you all said no to the Atlanta. No, that's like, uh, I guess it's random. Goodwill Hunting with Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. Didn't he write that script at Harvard? They both yeah, him did. and Ben Affleck. And they were trying to 
they were trying to get, they were trying to take the script and not have him in a movie. And isn't like, Goodwill Hunting like one of the best? That's what I'm talking movies? about. Oh, with like, yes. The, but the politics of this shit, yeah. like, that kind of stuff happens all the yeah. time. I guess you really, man. One of them used to piss me off about movies. <laughs> that, like J Lo's role, like she all no no disrespect. She always had a white love interest. <laughs> and then they always had a kid that didn't have not one stitch of like did always have Did she always have a uh, white love interest? Jaden Manhattan, maybe. Enough. That little white what girl was, that, was, was what like. What was that great movie with her and George Clooney in the 90s? Oh, out of Sight? Uh, out of Sight was oh so my good. God. That was like the two was of them. He, was he it was the, like the be- that was like the best looking movie couple I've ever seen. Someone was in the back you of a car. So? That was in that movie. I remember. Remember that? There's like someone in the back of the Don trunk. Cheadle was in that movie. That Big was Rams such was in that a good. Movie. That, movie that came out of fire. nowhere, and that was yeah. like the best movie. I'm trying to think what movies has she not had a white love interest? That's what I'm saying. It pisses me off. Maybe Selena. <laughs> Did she even have a love interest? In yeah, Selena? his name was Chris. <laughs> she was, he was her drummer. I love that you just like so, knew so that right away. Like, it pisses me off because a kid don't be minority. Like, there's no part. It's just a little white kid. And when I was a kid, I used to go like, "Fam, am I tripping? <laughs> but I know like a mixed kid. That little that little girl full white. <laughs> Come on, J Lo, let's get it. Isn't it funny though how there's like little small things like that that, that seep in, and it just but it just like people like that molds minds. Yeah, you know, people for sure. Get, people will uh, people like. It's not. A, it's like a subconscious thing. Like yeah. people will be affected by it in a way that you wouldn't necessarily expect. No, absolutely. So I, I need. A, who's the most? Who's the most talent, talented individual you you ever been like on set with around? Hmm. I got a couple two right now. Yeah. Other of than course. you two, other this present, other than present company mind. excluded. Russell Crowe. Um, I got a couple. I have a couple answers. Can I do multiple answers? Yeah, of course, bro. So I don't get like I never get like starstruck or anything like that because like fame to me is like just, it's just really like a subjective like it depends on yeah. it depends on who you are and then b it's just like it's just kind of fleeting and sort of bullshit and by that I mean like like most actors for example not that I don't have respect for them because I think they are really really good and mm-hmm. and they and they sort of but like they're there because they were cast in a part that someone else wrote, yeah. you know? So like if someone is a super famous actor, like it doesn't necessarily mean that they yeah. are the reason why they're, they're good at acting. Yeah. yeah. They've been placed. If you're in like that show Riverdale yeah. <laughs> and you're really, it's, I like that show, but like, it's not like those actors have anything to do with that. They just got yeah. put into that spot. Like yeah. there's nothing about it that makes them kind of special. The South park guys okay. are up there. Trey Parker, Matt Stone. Cause they did, I love that movie. They South did South park. park. They Bigger, did Book of Mormon. Um, with this great musical that yeah. was like, yeah, that on was Broadway, amazing yeah, on Broadway, they yeah. did uh, all their movies, and they're just like the way that they the way that their process works is so crazy because they write the, everything themselves and they animated it themselves and they do it in like three days. Yeah, oh so, wow, like, that is like freak. It's just like freakish. They're they like did the, basketball too, right? Yeah, basketball yeah. underrated, yeah. <laughs> underrated classic. I still, by the way, think that we should like bring basketball back as a game. No, that'd be lit. Like, what do you think about an idea of doing like a basketball tournament with NBA players? Oh I think goodness. it'd be dope, but you have to open mind, man. You gotta get the right dudes. But think man. about this, like, like because the thing with basketball is like, I mean, it might be just too old and dated for people to get it. But my thing is like, it, it's not like it's the there's an injury risk. Yeah. You know, it's not like you're saying like playing a pickup thing where like you could tear your knee up yeah, or something yeah. like that. No one's gonna want to do it. It's like you're just shooting. You're just standalone shooting. So there's really no reason why you wouldn't I would be, be able down to do for it. That. 
You would be great at it because you would psych everyone out. Oh my <laughs> gosh, the biggest yes, shit talkers. That's what you, it has nothing to do with the best shooters. It's like the biggest shit talkers. And he's, he's good. At, you te- I'm not saying that you're out there on the floor like during games doing oh, no, that. Just in life talk. in general, yeah. you are very, and you would probably agree with me, I know you will, that you're very clever and witty in, in, your, rea- in your reactions, in your responses. Um, I don't even know if you know I saw this. So you guys went to the, uh, a couple of children's hospitals. It was like a week and a half ago. Oh, yeah. I saw that whole Connect Four video of you with oh, Wade Baldwin. up out of here. You were, I've never, you've never seen more smack talking during Four? a Connect Four game. And, and then he's he's just, all, he goes, I'm I can't do this in front of the kids. I can't do this to you in front of the kids. <laughs> is it true that Rondo is like the best no, Connect Four that's player? Bro, the greatest I ever seen. Rondo? Yeah, but when Rondo caught me, bro, I took a couple years off. From, Rondo, I want my rematch. But Rondo, like, how fast did he beat you, bro? Like. Hella fast. Like at one point he was in my. This head. is what his rep is. His rep is like he's like the greatest Connect no, Four player. No, he's of be, all he's, time. No, he's being like two of us pause and like at once. Like me and Kelly Olenek. I don't That's know, bro. Crazy. But Rondo has a crazy mental. Like he has a crazy memory, bro. Like a crazy ass memory. So I saw Rondo probably went online and memorized. Memorized. You know what I'm saying, Rondo? Yeah. I mean, you can only imagine. I don't know if you ever like. Seeing Rondo during a game or how he breaks down a game or how he sees stuff or, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, you can sort of tell with how he plays. Yeah, no, that's what I'm like, saying. So yeah. basically, he's doing that in six-tenths of a second. Imagine being able to just sit down and just look at a board. Like, his mind is He's like Goodwill like, Hunting. Yeah, no, he's, he's unreal. Yeah, he's well, unreal. it's funny. We talk about Rondo a lot. I feel like we've talked about it at least who once else, on who every... Else, who else is like a surprising, like... Like me, like a mental wizard like that. Iguodala is really really smart. Andre Iguodala is very 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 smart. He's in all the tech stuff. Yeah, no, nah, he's a really smart dude. Reads book after book after book. He's a really smart dude. But um, other than that, I don't know. I know a lot of smart people in the NBA, but like those two definitely stick out. They stand out. I know earlier you said you go. Sorry, I'm gonna name drop, but I'm just gonna be super annoying right now. Just I, like by the way, now we're all just gonna name drop, and we don't. No apologies. We're just gonna. I don't apologize. Yeah, we okay. just go for it. I want we to. both did our one apology, and now we just <laughs> okay. name drop the rest of the time. All right. So I want to know, just because you live here, you've been here, you've been living in LA a while, you've been in the entertainment industry for a while, yeah. and of course I stalked you and saw like a bunch of your pictures with some really famous did you, people. Did you follow me on Instagram? I did, and you haven't followed me back yet. It's fine. No big deal. It's, it's cool. Busy. I didn't know. He's busy. I'm doing it right now. He's got, he's got like ten jobs. Um, I'm doing it right now. Hold on. But my, I don't. I'm gonna have to believe I know what you're gonna say because I saw the picture. But most famous or most impressed you were, like, wow. I know you said you don't get starstruck, but, like, I can't believe I just met this person. Oh, um, let me think for a second. So I didn't actually meet her, Mm -hmm. but this was a good one. This is a good story from a couple months ago. I mean, here it is. So I went to, uh, I went, my friend invited me to this, to this, uh, to this birthday party. My friend works in the music industry. He's like, hey, come to this party. It's going to be fun. Like, didn't hype it up at all. It's going to be fun. It's like Friday night. I kind of wanted to see him. And I hadn't seen him in a while. I was like, all right, fine, I'll come. Like, didn't, didn't give me any details. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Any details. I show up to the party. It's at, the, it's at a roller rink. Cubs hat? No Cubs hat. I was, okay. I was dressed nice. I was like, Okay, good. okay. <laughs> it's at a roller rink in, in L.A., like in Mid-City. Um, he's not even there yet, but he's like, and there was like a, there was like a security and shit. So like, I already know, like, this is like going to be some yeah. sort of thing. Um, uh, he, he tells the person to come get me, they go get me in. It turns out that it's uh, Swiss beats, the music producer. It's mm. his birthday party. 
and it's a surprise party. Wow. And so I've met him before, but I don't like know. Like I wouldn't have gotten, he would never have invited me to his party or anything like that. But so we're there and like, it's already got kind of weird because like, it's like a surprise party, and there's probably like 20 people in there, and I'm one of them. I'm like, and your we're friends not like not there friends. Yet. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like, like what the? Well, like, no one says. Why anything. is Brett Ratner here? Yeah, exactly. I thought they, I thought he was disgraced. <laughs> um, but no one, no one, uh, nobody, no one says anything or anything like that. But like, I feel like, but whatever. Like, he gets there. Um, he, we, I go talk to some people. Like, it's fine. Everything happens. Like, Alicia Keys brings him in. He does his thing. Because they're married and then yeah. he does a surprise. So then, like, the party just like starts and it's all good. And there's like arcade, people are skating, everything like that. I'm like not a good roller skater, but everyone else was doing it. And so I'm just like, fuck it. A lot like, of why people not? Can roller skate really well. They love, they're really I, good. I can really well, here, we skate, go. Yeah. here we go. Here we go. Dame's a good roller <laughs> He's skater. He's a very go. good roller skater. So we start skating around there and there's like good music playing and everything. And then, like, <gasps> there's like oh, this. I'm like, guess. I want to There's guess. like this woman who's just like insanely good. Who's like doing tricks and everything like that, just like by herself, like not, like but she's like next to me and like we're not really talking or anything. But I'm just like, like I like, like I can't like she's like so much better than everybody else, mm-hmm. just going, 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 and she goes around like three or four times, and I'm like, I like uh, I asked it was I, it wasn't my friend, but I asked someone else who had become friendly with. I was like, who is this? And they were just like, look closer. So like she goes around the next time and it's just Beyonce. I knew it. 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 Crazy tricks. I knew it. I was gonna say like crazy tricks. I'm just like it's so like and she's like she was. I mean she was great. She was like doing the thing where she's doing tricks and then she's like curtsying to everybody and everything like that. Yeah. So like she was there and Jay was there. That is so cool. Jay wasn't skating. He wasn't skating. He was just cool. No. Can you imagine Jay? He's like the coolest dude in the world now. It's crazy. Absolutely. He's the he has the long hair. Oh my goodness. And he's just like he's like in a perfect. Have you ever seen them on tour? No, bro. Of course, I've been like 19 times. Their tour is amazing. I went three times this year. Bro, the first ticket. I mean, it wasn't Beyonce, but the first ticket I ever bought. First, like the first real purchase I ever made was like third row seats, Jay Z Eminem Yankee Stadium. Oh, that's awesome! Jay Z Eminem Yankee Stadium. Uh, Yankee Stadium. Isn't it? The other amazing thing with him is how many, uh, how many different people he's toured yeah, with. Like mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake. Uh, like everybody. Yeah, yeah. All good. All good. It's, it's like so. No, nah, bro. Yeah. Jay's, his book is unreal too. To decode it. Oh, was it? I never read it. Bro, do yourself a favor. Like just he's a, he's just he's just a he's there's certain people that the thing that I'm most impressed with him is like they've made it in all these different businesses now so yeah. it's not just music yeah. I mean even like the sports stuff it's crazy yeah. like yeah, they, he starts the book off they, like he called uh, Lucky Luciano like he thinks like Lucky Lefty like he, he's just got just got you know what I'm saying he just can't miss yeah yeah it's an, it's an interesting so that was a good one Do you don't know what I love so much is that. You said Beyonce, and in your pictures on Instagram, you have a picture with Barack Obama. <laughs> oh, Obama's different, though. Obama's different. I like no Obama, kind of. Oh, okay. So damn, that's different. That's, that's different. Damn, Are you in Chicago? I've never bumped met, into him. I met Obama for the first time in 2003. Wow. Because so I'm from New York, but all my family's from Chicago. So that's why I know all the Chicago people. Yeah. I used to spend all my summers there. Gotcha. And like, I had cousins that like worked on the campaign when he was really young, when he was just getting started yeah. and everything like that. And so like, I was on that train early. Yeah. And so then when he got elected, I mean, I'm not, we're not friends. Well, you're, you're a day one. Yeah, we're not yeah. friends, yeah, but like but. when he got elected, like, like he did, that's the perfect example. Like we were talking about earlier. We do the thing where he'll like, give me the look. Like, he knows my face. Yeah. He doesn't, 
if you asked him and he had someone whispering in his ear, he knows my name. Yeah. If he doesn't have someone whispering in his ear, he probably doesn't. Yeah. But it was like that. So I, I just saw him uh, I saw him a couple of months ago because I was getting all these people I know involved in the political races because I was just like, I just obviously hate Trump and I wanted <laughs> to like, I just wanted to do something to try to help. And I was kind of like, <laughs> I, I, like I was kind of like me tweeting about this shit is like not going to make any difference because <laughs> no one cares. And so I was just like, I can do, let me take people I know who live in states that actually matter. Cause like, it doesn't matter in California. It doesn't matter in New York. Mm. It doesn't matter in Chicago because like they're already, it's already baked what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So like, let me, let me take people that I know in states that actually matter. So like, I spent a lot of time in Texas and I got like a bunch of the guys from like the Texans and then some artists and stuff like that to do a lot of stuff with Beto who's running for Senate down there. And we did it in a couple of other states. And one of the states we did it in was Indiana. And I'm good friends with Victor okay. uh, Oripo. And so we basically did a bunch of events with the guy running for Senate in Indiana, this guy, Joe Donnelly. Mm-hmm. And the last event was like the Sunday before the election and Obama showed. And it You're was like, like, hey, bud, it's me. And it was like, That's yeah, crazy. and it was like, because he was, because he was campaigning for him. And so we just were like chopped it up with him for like, like half hour or something like that. That's and dope, like, bro. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good like closer because it was like the last thing that we did. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. you kind of doesn't go, you can't go any higher than yeah, that. There's no, no that's one. I was like, I don't want to do any more events. Fuck, like, I'm, that's crazy. I'm tapped out. I'm tapped out for this. For this, but I'm, I want to do that. You need to get involved in it for 2020. What you want me to run for president? <laughs> no, don't run. I just because this is the thing. I realized this. I realized this when I was doing these things, like, and you guys can do it with the show too. I realized when I was doing these things. Like we were in Texas, and like I'm friendly with Arian Foster, who okay, like, he's, yeah, like he's supposed to be. Oh, he's out, he of, out town. of town. He's, he's, he's going to join the pilot. He'll do it for sure. Yeah. He's great. Arian's the greatest no, guy. I like him. He's super smart. He's super. He lives in. So he lives. You should do it when you play the Rockets. We we already played him twice. Yeah. But he did uh, a great tried. job in he draft does. day. Yeah. We'll figure yeah. it out. We'll figure but he it out. so but so like with Arian, Arian's a good example of like he he hasn't played in a couple of years. I mean, he was a great player. I think he's like their all time leading rusher or whatever. But like when he would go to these events in Houston, people would like go crazy. And like, you sort of forget that like, that cause you were so used to everyone being so like yeah. insulated and everything yeah. like that, that people actually are like, that athlete's message actually cuts through and makes it, and people get of really course. excited because they're like, okay. Like they were just as excited to see him as they were to see Beto. Yeah. And I think he was even surprised by it the first time. And then afterwards, and like we did one event where like towards the end where it was, we brought Travis Scott. So it was oh, me, wow. him and Travis Scott. And we went and did it. We, sh- we popped up. We didn't tell Beto we were coming and he was doing this poll event in Houston. It was like three days before the election and we just rolled up. And so it was like, and Travis had his whole crew with him. Yeah. Shout and, out to busy. Yeah. Busy. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, what's the sec- security guy's going to kill oh, me. Oh, Mike. Uh, is it Mike? Well, then there's this manager, there's Courtney. Courtney's Courtney, in the crew. Shout out Dave. Shout out uh, Dave's the Chase B. And shout out, what's my man's? He hoop. Um, shit. Damn, man. That's my G. Is he's a, they're coming here this week. No, they're going to they're, they're be, be in Portland on 22nd. Oh, they're going up there for the show? Yeah, you should pull up. That show is apparently insane. No, I don't doubt I it, I haven't bro. seen it. I was I supposed to go to New York, and I, I don't think I'm going to be able to, though, which just kind of sucks. Have you oh, been to shout Portland? Shout out Asher. To Portland? Oh, Asher, yeah, Asher. Is that the name? Yeah, my homie okay, Ash. I love Portland. Portland's a great place. You have been, okay. That's yeah. a vibe, man. Yeah, that's when he was harassing me, calling yeah, we me. Had a good oh, time. duh. When <laughs> he was calling me Brett Ratner a yeah, week Brett after Ratner. Brett Ratner was accused of like nine sexual assaults. Jesus. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and everyone was laughing about it. <laughs> <laughs> great, great times. Yeah, it was still a I good time. I love Portland. That's funny. Who, who, so that's, so, <laughs> so 
Time out. So, so obviously, besides that, what you were saying about like Arian Foster, right? You're saying like you forget how big of a deal like the the athlete voice or athlete, you know what I'm saying? The athlete's uh, persona, whatever, can play in 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 multiple like a multitude of uh, areas or environments. Mm-hmm. I was saying this not too long ago. Like when it comes down to like people winning Nobel Peace Prizes and things like that, I don't I don't think an athlete really gets taken serious sometimes in a certain sense of like for instance I think LeBron what he's doing on but he and shouldn't off. win a Nobel Peace Prize though. huh or Nobel Peace Prize is too much you don't think Nobel so? Peace Prize is ridiculous no fucking way no no off the court what he's doing no no I love LeBron I've worked with he should win a Nobel Peace Prize the Nobel Peace Prize is like when you solve a Genocide. Oh, that's like a that's just. I mean, right now, right now, it's going crazy. I think he stepped up and he. But what I would say with what I would say with him is he and all the that whole crew is they have made like a super conscious effort over the last two years to just basically be like, like even with the uninterrupted thing, the more than athlete thing, which I think is like is like Mm -hmm. super great, and it's like we are not we don't want to just sit here. And do the easy thing. Like he could just be the best player in the world, yeah, most well, famous so, guy. Yeah, I'm not, all this stuff. And obviously, like, I'm sensitive towards those people solving genocide yeah. and all that. But at the same time, the change in narrative of how we're perceived is a big deal. Yeah, I do think. I do think because there's it's, a lot of ignorance that that people like to perceive around athletes, all yeah. because that's what's always been a narrative or a stereotype. And which is an unfair. Which is an unfair. Oh, no, of course, and, and, and it's and it, super unfair. Yeah, and it comes back to. You hating the star athlete that's hooking up with the girl you had a crush with you know in my, high school. You know what my you know what my uh, spin zone, my like hypothesis on why that happens is sometimes, and this is nothing to do with LeBron or anything I like that. Hear but it talk to me. I think because I see this with Hollywood versus the NBA. Because I've now at this point know a lot of people in the NBA, and like basically everybody is cool. Like yeah. there's no one I've met who's like yeah, a problem in any yeah. way. That mm-hmm. everyone is cool. And, like, they don't necessarily have, like, bad reps, but they don't necessarily have good reps either. And I think that part of that's because people in Hollywood have, like, publicists who their mm-hmm. whole job is to spin them yeah. doing shit all the time. So it's just to basically be, like, kill every negative story mm-hmm. and then make every positive promote story. Promote everything that Yeah, promote everything. And, and people in, in sports, they have agents and stuff like that, but they don't necessarily have people that are, like as as uh effective at doing the actual pr yeah, of it yeah and so that's why that's why stuff like falls through the cracks because like yeah. you don't you don't have they don't there's not as much of like a machine around it if that makes sense oh no of course because knowing that we're blessed we're definitely blessed to uh be in an environment but i think one thing that always happens nobody feels bad for you if you're because obviously actors are unbelievable and things like that but mm-hmm. i always thought like I, this crazy narrative just just like who doesn't want to be the guy everybody runs up to or like the star athlete now you're making hella millions of dollars and it's like, all right, like you think that's what comes with it or people think that's a stereotype of of we're out here just acting a fool and it's, you know, obviously in, in life and society you just label stuff and you don't really look twice into it. Yeah. That's why women or whoever else are able to get away with whatever they want to say about us and mm-hmm. people believe it because it has to be true because now that's the, that's the stereotype. Well, and I also think um, like what you were talking about where you, like LeBron, like he's doing big things. And remember the whole thing with what's her face saying, well, he just needs to dribble the ball. Like that's his dribble. That was yeah. so stupid. So I can't stupid. Believe, it was crazy. Like, shut up. Like, bro, you sound so, that pissed me off so bad, it bro. It pissed you, a you, lot of people off. No, but you off. sound so ignorant. And then it's like the people that the, she's mad because he said something about the ignorance of our president. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so what do you represent? <laughs> At the end of the day, if you're defending that, 
Mm-hmm. And then when it comes down to it on top of when I talk to my buddies, I don't have any problem with Republicans or anything, but it's like you have to – this has to make sense on top of the fact that, like, all right, now you're disrespecting women. Now you're disrespecting races. Now you're so yep. this is who you want to represent you. You sound like a whole jackass. You mm-hmm. should be off TV. It was close. I mean, no, shut up and dribble. Like, who are you telling me to shut up and dribble? I know. I mean, but I, I agree. I think it's – I thought it was like <laughs> – I thought it was. I thought his response to it has, was sort of like perfect in the way that he basically was like, "I'm not going to necessarily acknowledge her specifically, but I'm going to acknowledge the larger, the larger question, which yeah. is at play." But I just think it was like, like what was so, and I, and I think he's talked about this before. But was so, what's so impressive about somebody like him, and what was like so infuriating about something like that mm-hmm. is like. He literally is a good example. And there's a lot of guys, I mean, you're like this too. There's a lot of guys in the that are like this, of like somebody that's like the American dream, you know, who comes from like a really rough background, mm-hmm. who has made, has made it in every possible way. He's like a great family person, never been in trouble, mm-hmm. never done anything, never done anything like yeah. negative in his whole life or anything like that. And so the idea that like you can just kind of like, like there's a reason why people call that kind of thing racist. It's like you're you're making a value judgment about somebody yeah, not based up. on any facts yeah, or no, anything. It's like just that. shut up and entertain us. Basically. Yeah. Shut up, boy, entertain us. Exactly. And, and that comes from that comes from the racial people. Obviously, in society, every now and then you can say people think the whites automatically think they're better than us. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they're the higher the higher echelon. You know, the super species. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And shit, that's that's basically well. How much? How much do you guys? How much do you guys talk about this stuff in the locker room? <laughs> we talk about a decent amount. I mean, it's, it's, it's current events. You know what I'm saying? I mean, every day, it's I mean, it's yeah, constant. No, of course. You turn on the TV, and there's something new. No, of course. And it, a lot of times, it's hard. To, it's it's kind of hard to avoid, right? Especially now. But then when it comes down to it, too, I also always tell people too, because you know, like I said, athletes naturally get you know the dumb jock type feel or all this and the other and it's like some of the best people i ever met were athletes or basketball players or people in the nba yeah the way some some of the best lessons i ever learned was seeing how people handle it you know what i'm saying handle ignorance or handle the stupidity behind it and it's like all right you shouldn't let it affect you the average joe when, when you say something to them on the street or whatever else they automatically get insecure, say whatever else, like, oh, you think you're better than me because of this and the other. It's like, all right, she said all that ignorant stuff, and look how LeBron responded to it. Yeah. He responded to it. He didn't let his anger, his emotion get lost in the sauce. He, he right. literally addressed a point that's a problem. Yeah. So when it comes down to it, him doing that certain stuff, obviously it's not stopping genocide or anything else like that, but that's a big deal. And I think sometimes to the ignorant mind, where they think if you just hear the outlet of a story, it's like listen to LeBron and hear how he comes back to respond to it just because historically how sometimes athletes can get emotionally wound up. It's mm-hmm. like, no, he responded to it, like you said, perfectly. And it's like, all right, we're more than just athletes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, mean, I think everyone's entitled to have an opinion. Just because you're a professional athlete doesn't mean you need to, to be quiet. Yeah, you're, you're, you've been giving talents. It's yeah. wonderful. You make a very good living. That doesn't mean, you, like you said, some of the smartest people you know are – colleagues of well, yours well it's also there's a thing and this is not to get too sort of specific politically but there's a very there's a very frustrating thing which happens with uh and i i mean like i don't want to just be like just happens with the republican party mm-hmm. but i'm going to say it in this particular case which happens with them which is they the people in the party love to sort of like prop up the like quote-unquote common man you know what yeah. i mean they're like joe the plumber like that's the guy like that's the guy. We have to listen to him. Like he's he's not like some Hollywood elite, or he's not this, or he's not that. He's like 
he's a he's like a guy that like his opinion matters, you know. And so like that all happens, and then the person that they elect as president is way the, is the biggest celebrity. Like all he is is a celebrity. Yeah. He's he is like yeah. he literally the has name a, of his show. He has celebrity a, apprentice. Yes, he has a gold throne in his house. <laughs> and the crazy, so this is the crazy thing. We I don't want to we don't we don't need to talk about Trump too much, but like so Trump's from New York. And so I'm from New York my whole he life. He didn't always have it easy. He, he started with a million dollar loan from his father. Fourteen million dollars. Fourteen million dollar loan, loan from his father. Uh, but <laughs> just New York. And so like I've seen, I've seen, I I've been at a bunch of events with like his kids. Like everyone in New York knows the Trump game already. And so when it's why it's the thing which has been so weird about him and this kind of come up of being this like fake regular man is he's like the, the least regular man you could possibly yeah. be. Like. He doesn't even eat at restaurants because like he doesn't want to be around like normal people. Yeah. Like he only eats at his own restaurants mm-hmm. because he he's the only place where he like thinks it's safe to like eat the food because he thinks every other food is is uh, gonna get poisoned or get him sick or whatever it is. And so like I, there's just this like disconnect where it's like when you when you when you uh, criticize somebody like LeBron who's like actually this. Uh, an, an example of like the American dream. Totally. When you like look at his backstory and like you look at like where he came from, and then you do that, and then you hype up a guy like that, and you say like, oh, well, th- well, he knows what it's like. And so it's like, how can you draw any conclusion from that other than it's like, well, one of them is white and one of them is black. No, of course. You know, that's like there's a there's like I don't know I don't know what the I don't know what the other. <laughs> I, I mean, I, hell, would I know, right? Yeah. I'm a shy town dude with a nice flow. You feel me? Exactly. No, but I mean, obviously, like, peep game. And maybe I could be wrong and maybe I could be fishing for it. For instance, Tom Brady, the greatest QB of all time, he gets fired up. He gets whatever. That's called passion. OBJ gets upset. What's it called? He's dramatic. Dramatic, whatever. Prima Donna, whatever. Emotional. Yeah, baseball players can fight. Go ape shit crazy. Hockey players that kill each other. Yeah, kill each other. Yeah. We can get we could bump into each other, get into a little scuffle. Legit OKC last mm-hmm. year. Yep. I go defend my teammate. I get finally like ten thousand just going to go defend my teammate. Yeah. When I'm walking off the court, I get called a thug. Never been in anybody's hey, this jail. Is, this is an OKC? Yeah, never been in anybody's jail. Well, didn't have didn't have a sip a sip of liquor till I was twenty one. Like you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, like that's just defending your teammate, which anybody would do. Oh, no, any, of course. Oh, yeah, no. In, any, in any level. Oh, like, no, of course. What I'm saying is just like that's just right now that's that's acceptable right now. And you're saying Pat Connaughton, that happens to him. He walks off. He's not going to talk Oh, no, of course. It's on, yeah, we love his heart. <laughs> but Pat, Pat Connaughton. Shout like, out to Pat. I love no, Pat. Shout I out Pat. No, no, no. And I could be – and I could be – and I and granted, I could, I could sound very ignorant from that standpoint because there's also – I've learned there's also people out there that don't think like that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And I can also – Speaking in a hypothetical sense, and I, like I said, I love to make an ass out of myself by assuming so I can learn. You know right. what I'm saying? But I think shit like shut up and dribble. Yeah. Well, I like to think that most people, and this is just, I'm just an eternal optimist. I would like to think that most people are good and don't, and the person that called you that, I, I, I like to believe that there are not as many people as there are good people in the world. No, absolutely. I, I think so too. I have to believe that. Or How I often do you think that kind of happens? What like where the, where people shout like racial shit from the silence? Depends on what city you're in. <laughs> wait, 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 what's the most racist city? I, honestly, is is a fan of fans. Of fans, I'm gonna keep one hundred with you. Like, never Boston. I never like really experienced anything in Boston, but at the same time, I'm also one of those people too. Like, I don't. <laughs> 
I've never really, besides like the thug thing, that was, that was year eight, OKC. Yeah. So that's my eighth year in the league. So I've never ever, I don't think I've ever ever just sat there and like just heard mm-hmm. that. Yes. Now I've been on the South Side of Chicago playing high school games at Marist. Yeah, and people you know, say called a nigga. Like you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, say them, shit, them yeah. Irish, the Irish people on the South Side. But, <laughs> yeah. I believe that. You know what I'm saying? But I, I don't think I ever just walked walked anywhere or was on a court and it was like anything that up to that extent. You know what I'm saying? But like yeah. obviously stereotypes happen every day. Let me go to the airport. I got first class seats and I'm gonna be whoa, whoa, whoa! This is first class. But granted, I'll follow up with this. It's the stereotype of it, of where black and white people have done it to me. Yeah, you know what you're I'm not, saying. You're not supposed to be here. Yeah, yeah. It's like, whoa, whoa! You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. I've, I've gotten a taxi cab where the taxi dude treated me like shit, and he's trying to tell me <laughs> he's trying to, and you know, this is a minority. He's trying to tell me his credit card. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, I, I, I would say the thing about, my the, mind. about the taxis. That's why I'm glad Uber came around. It's like, it's man, the best people, because yeah, I've, I've just, have, I've seen it. I've just been with too many friends, too many black male friends who just can't get capped. It's like a thing where it's like, you, you like poo poo it until you actually see it. That's, and like, I went to school in DC and in DC it was like, it was crazy. It would oh, be no. like, they would, it would be like, if we were standing on a street corner, you would try to hail the cab. It would drive right by and then they'd see me in the back of their like window and like, yeah. <laughs> and like come back to come get That's me. That's crazy. Like, like, no, time like, out. I, I went into Philly. I was in Philly one time. I'm in 30th Street Station. So we're waiting in taxi line. Yeah. So we're waiting. Car pulls up. Ta- cab pulls up. Drives, drive past me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And a couple, Caucasian couple, great people. Like I said, more good people than bad, like you said. We're like, no, he was first. So I get in the cab, right? And he's like, guys like scowling. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, like Caribbean guy, I think. And he's like, he's like, do you have cash? I'm like, no, I have car. I don't like taking car after nine. I was like, well, I don't like being driven past <laughs> after nine in the wintertime in Philadelphia. You know what I'm saying? Say so that. I'm like, so low key, I'm like, bro, just drive. All right, like just drive. So the whole time he's just like, I thought it was just kind of rude. On having a whole phone conversation, like family. Like, have some type of manner, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then he's trying to do something weird where he's trying to act like the the card thing doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? This is my fourth year in the league, so he's like, this don't work. And then he, he does it again. Mind you, he's having to add to it. So I'm like, bro, I'm not tipping this jerk. You know what I'm saying? He's like, no, yeah. you don't have tip. Just hurry and pay so I can go home. Like, right? I'm like, bro, he's like, your card don't work. You have no money. I'm kind of sitting here like. Like, <laughs> only he knew. Check out the contract. So low key, <laughs> yeah, so low key when I get outside, somebody's like, bro, that's Evan Turner. <laughs> he makes millions of dollars. And I'm sitting here like, bro. So we finally get him paid or whatever. I'm sitting here like, man, like, with all due respect, man, like, I could have sat here, disrespected you, treated you, said some ignorant stuff. But it's like, yo, you're hearing like people say like that's Evan Turner. That's you know what I'm saying. People are asking for pictures, and yeah. it's like, yo, treat people right, bro. Like I know. Now you I'll shouldn't be, you shouldn't need to be a, a famous NBA player for them. For no, but not, not only that, like but I could have been ignorant, like bro, you're a freaking taxi cab driver. Yeah. This is your damn job. I was like, no, fam. I respect how you're going out to go feed your family, but you're walking. You're ignorant enough to walk around with a, a high nose. But I mean, that's. That's a jackass way. I just had a fight with an but Uber shout driver. Shout out to Uber, bro. I just, <laughs> I just had a big fight with an Uber driver, though. I'm going to tell you guys the story and tell me whether I was being oh, wrong I can't wait. in the situation. I get to be judgy. Because I actually love Uber. I took it, it here. They I took it all the time. me off for six months one time. What'd you do? It was Iman e- Shumper what, fault. What'd you do? I'll tell you, throw you up? after. No, I'll tell you all after. Right. So I was, in a, I, was, I was in an Uber. Wait. One of the things with, with LA 
as I'm sure you guys have noticed, even from being here for a small amount of time, is the traffic is just like dog shit. Of course, like it's, it's the worst thing about LA by like a long shot. So I was going to the to go. In, I was going to LAX at like a night flight, and I had to be. In, I was going to New York. I had to be in New York the next morning, so I couldn't miss the flight. I left with like my flight was at maybe like ten o'clock, and so I left at like eight. So I left with like That's plenty perfect. of time. Yeah, yeah it's like perfect, and it's like it wasn't an hour away. It was probably like half hour away. I'm in the car. And you know how, like, when you can see on the lift thing, how like, the thing keeps going up, like, the time? Like, it says it's going to be, like, 35 minutes, yeah. and then it's, like, 38. Then it's, like, and I can see, and, like, we're moving, and, like, the time keeps going up, which means that, like, the traffic is just, like, mm-hmm. getting bad. And, like, at that point, like, there's not a lot you can do about it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's one way to get to the airport, and, like, you just got to suck it up. Yeah. So, like, it gets to be, like, I don't know, 9 o'clock or something, and, like, we're boarding in, like, 5 minutes, and we're probably, like, 20 minutes out or something like that. And then also at LAX... Just for anyone listening to this, whoever flies LAX, getting into LAX is like terrible, f- fucking hell on earth. Like mm-hmm. it's just the worst. There's there's like a congestion there always, no matter what time of day. Yes, it's like of the course. worst thing ever. Yeah. So I asked the driver, I'm like, hey man, uh, I've been can- in this car for an hour now. Well, no, and it wasn't even like I was blaming him. I was like, we were both through the traffic. I was like, hey, can when you get there, can you drop me off downstairs? Um, because that way we get to skip the congestion going in. Yeah. I can just get, I'm like, I'm going to have to run to make this flight. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I'm just going to have to get out run, make the flight. Like, and he's like, absolutely not. Just to take you to arrivals instead of yeah. departures. Like, but not even just like, no, I can't. I was like, absolutely not. And so I'm like, why? And he's, and he said this thing, which may, may, may or may not be true. I've pulled a bunch of Uber drivers since then. And <laughs> it's probably been like 50, 50, whether it's true, <laughs> whether that they get fined if they do that. Why would you get and fined for that? Because like because there's like weird I don't know there's some okay. sort of like legislation. Yeah, of course. But even if you do, I was like, because I was saying this to him, I was like, it's happened to me before. They dropped me off down there before. You don't have like an Uber sign in your window, so like there's no way they're gonna know. I'm just getting out of a car. Yes. Let's say I'm saying you're on an Uber driver and it's fine. Like there's there's I'll tip but, you extra. So yeah, I'll yeah. tip you extra. He's like, no, no, no. And so at, at a certain point, I'm like, I can't force him to do this. And so I just kind of drop it. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna whatever. Like I don't yell at him. I don't say anything to him. And then he's like, you really should plan your time better next time. <laughs> oh, bro. Whoa, and I was like, yeah, like you're a I'm you're, like, you're I, my driver. Got, you're I'm, not my life coach. Yeah, I like oh I, I like flipped and I was about to just go in. And then I was like, if I go in, like there's already like a 75% chance I'm gonna miss this flight. If I go in, it's a hundred percent chance. Yeah, 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 like yeah, he yeah, will yeah. take every slow route. He was like everything, and so I just had to like eat it. And then and then I gave him the one star and I felt better and yeah. I made the flight. So oh, it was like, yeah. all well that ends well. I'll, I'll let him know, like, I'm about to one star the shit out of you, boy. Like, you know what I'm, <laughs> I'm just the silent but deadly one star. <laughs> like, I don't tell you. I like, you'll know yeah. You'll know when you get kicked no, off. No, that happened to me one time on New Year's Eve in Boston, right? So I get in the car. Actually, dude might have been waiting outside for like five minutes. Whatever, bro. Like, I'm sorry, obviously. I'm trying yeah. to come down elevator, whatever. So we oh, get so you're in a car. It's like a warm car. Like, yeah, whatever. so we're in the car and stuff. So when we get in a car, he's low-key checking me like I'm his dad. Like me and my buddy Dorian still like, you think I want to wait out here for you? <laughs> right? So I'm like, man, you don't drive this motherfucker. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, drive this car for I muff the shit out you. I'm behind him. I'm like, yo. So my so I'm like, bro, go here and make a left, jackass. Like, I'm talking to him like that. I was so heated. I'm like, fam, who are you talking? Hey, fam, you could have drove off. At first, I was going to get out the car. I'm like, you straight, bro. Like, cancel a trip. You get your $10. We're good. My friend's like, Evan, don't relax. I'm like, nah, fam. I'm not about to ride in this. This dude lost his mind, fam. Like, 
yeah. I, I can apologize to you. I'm yeah. sorry. But at the same time, like, why am I, bro? Make a left, jackass. Now make a right, G. Now hurry up, bro. Like, he's trying, like, you know, you do, like, no, I don't want no shit, fam. I want to know when I'm going to get there. I felt Wait, bad. So why'd you get banned? Why'd I get banned, can I bro? Guess? Hey, let's can get I guess? to the good stuff. I guess. I didn't have shit to do with this. Uh-huh. Of course. It's literally what they always say. He's I never blaming shit to him do on. Now I'm going to keep it 1,000 you. I really didn't have shit to do with it. Like, okay. But when, you were the one that called I, Uber. I, I, don't, like, I called an Uber. I took the bulk of the hit. Long okay. story short, we get in a car. We're driving to a club. What city were you in? We're in Chicago. We're driving in a club. Whatever happens in the car, we hop out the car. No, the dude stops the car. <laughs> oh, damn, we already at the club. We just turned the block, right? I feel like a jackass. Like we could have walked. Y'all, get out of my car. Get out of my car, right? <laughs> right? You got to sneak on stupid. I'm like, what? So I'm like, whatever, bro. I'm like, bro, what are you, like, we don't know what you're talking about. This man hops out the car like within 20 seconds, stops and tries to flat down a cop. We like, what are you doing? A police officer? This is in the middle of the street. Yeah, downtown Chicago. But what happened in the car? Bruh. Or are, so, are you not telling us that part? Nah, just some weirdo stuff. So, <laughs> so whatever. So we're in, a, we're in a whip or whatever. Is that serious to flat down a cop? The cop looked at him and was like, bruh, it's... It's 11.30 at night on a Friday. People are getting shot. We have real problems to handle. Good. Y'all go your way. You go your way. You know what I'm saying? Shout out shout out to the homie Morgan. <laughs> More than a G. Straight up. Like, I wanted to look at the dude in my family. You try to, like, dead ass, like, on this beautiful Friday in Chicago, get on some shit. That's Morgan crazy. muffed the shit out of him. <laughs> and then we just laughed. But I was like, come on, bro. On this beautiful Friday, like, that was aggressive. <laughs> And then, you know, a couple more one stars and complaints and stuff. And that was it. And, and then they just say you're gone. done. So you became a Lyft person. I became a Lyft. Shout out to Lyft, man. But damn, I was hurt. Because, you know, Lyft and, and Uber. Uber's at XL. That Lyft, you might mess around and get that minivan. <laughs> yeah. You might get that minivan. Some people like Lyft because... That's uh, Subaru. Because the Lyft is nicer to their drivers. This is going to be a mean thing for me to say. I want to hear it. I just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of like... <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm just like, I just want to get, I want to get the car no. as fast it's as I can gonna, yeah, and get to the place. Decide which one you I'm choose. I'm like, I don't choose the car based off of like how nice they are to the driver. That has nothing to do with me. If I was driving, yeah, I would, of course I'd be like, all right, I'm a Lyft person, whatever. Yeah, no, That's course. great. I'm, like, I was having a fight with my friend about this. She was like, she was like, oh no, like you got to do Lyft because they're so much nicer to the, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> No, 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 no. I, I've heard that. I've heard that before. But at the same time, when traveling four NBA players, they can't fit in that caravan. Yeah, they're not even getting a little, in a little sedan. Journey. Yeah, yeah. I, need, I need that. I need the that. Prius is not fitting the six foot nine legs. No Bro, that's OD. That's. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I just don't. I'm just like you. You don't care about me. I don't care about you. Like this is it's a transactional thing. So, so my mom. Um, well, I I will like get in an Uber and it's kind of like, I get a vibe for it. But yeah. I'm kind of you know you see I'm a talkative person, so I'll be like, "How's your day?" You know, and like bring it up and and I think that I, I then sometimes if I've got to do stuff on my phone, I just be like, "Hi, um, you know, thanks for picking me up," and I kind of keep it quiet because yeah. I got stuff to do on my phone. And but I will often talk and like, well, "Are you from Portland?" Blah blah blah. So my mom comes to visit. And we were doing this like little, little, I don't know, not a pub crawl, but we were want to go to a bunch of different restaurants. So we yeah. Uber. So we're get, we got in like five different Ubers that night to explain the story. The first one we get in, she's like, so what's your story? I was like, oh gosh, she's kind of like me. You know, the second one we get in, so what's your story? I'm like, oh my gosh. And so the third, finally the fourth one, I was like, 
She goes, literally, before she got in the car, she's like, so, what's your story? I was like, mom, stop, I can't <laughs> no, hear another no, story. No, but with all due respect, though, in Portland, you will get some crazy-ass oh, stories oh, from your Uber driver. Wait, is it, sure. is, is it true that Portland is like... Keep Portland weird. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's just weird, right? It no, is, absolutely. Because I've only been to Portland... It's true. I've been to Portland for like 24 hours at a time, or like 48 hours, so I don't, I don't feel like I've seen the weirdness. It's great. I mean, you, it's... I love Portland. You will see things just walking down the street. I mean, you're from New York. Yeah. Don't you think even, I guess you see a lot in New York, but you can walk down the street in Portland. Well, he and ended see up in the Bronx somehow. I don't yeah. know. Oh, that was crazy. Fun stuff. I like, thought I was going Portland is, the nice thing about Portland is like there's that small downtown. It's great. Yeah. And it's like super nice. There's like good food there. Great food. The hotel I always stay at is good. Which one do you stay at? The Nines nice. or what? It's like Kimpton. Maybe it's the Nines. It's like, there's like, all I know is it's like there's multiple brands of the same hotel yes i know because yeah. yeah. one time i oh you're probably oh, i know exactly because uh, one time monaco I, hotel monaco, monaco. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a one, nice one yeah one time i stayed i i went i came to the hotel and they were like you booked it for the wrong day i'm like fuck. yeah time. i'm like fuck and then they were yeah, like yeah. but don't worry about it because like the one our our like sister hotel yeah. like literally down the street has like, okay fine and that's whatever. a portland kind of vibe too like everyone is very like, like yeah come on and that's i don't et i don't know if you've noticed this it's kind of a a joke everyone talks about like when you're driving like at a, if you go to a four-way stop and everyone's like no you go no no you go no oh, i'm, like, I'm go. going i know i know i was gonna say you're that. from I'm chicago going. you're probably like yeah, i don't care if you were even here first I'm where going. are you from originally i'm from spokane washington so pacific northwest more like it's more like portland yeah it's well seattle and portland are, are pretty similar i mean i would pretty there are some differences but spokane i would say it's like night and day eastern washington and western washington are very different like we we're talking earlier about politics and things like that like it's obviously quite li more liberal in seattle and portland and spokane it's like in another world kind of like different parts of oregon too i feel like a lot of states are like that you like your big city that is or shit well chicago's way. nothing like the rest of illinois basically yeah same yeah. exactly Exactly. Nothing. Like the rest of the world. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, no lie. Yeah. Well, I've kept you guys for a very long time, and I honestly could do this for another two hours, but I know you have other things to do. I assume you're very popular here. Mm. You're like, I was, going, oh, I was actually going to tell a funny story. Oh, thank about you. No, I'll stay here all night. About a you told the Beyonce story. I would yeah. tell you a Will Smith story. No, I don't think so. It's a so. two parter. Okay. So I was doing, when I was coming out of college, I was doing a, I was doing a commercial shoot. In LA for Lee Ning, my shoe company, I signed with Lee Ning. So we're doing a commercial, obviously. So we're in like this little, what would you call it? Like basically warehouses, right? Yeah. So, oh, great food too. Shout out to that food truck. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So I'm outside kind of just chilling and I see like a Maybot pull up, right? And I'm like, oh, that's crazy. Okay. So who hops out? Will Smith. So I'm my agent at the time, David Falk, and um, Will Smith, uh, he's like, I know Will. He's like, yeah, I know Charlie Mack from Philly. Shout out Charlie Mack. And um, I know Will, man. I'm like, bro, what's he doing here? He's like, man, I'll introduce you. I, I got drafted to Philly. He's like, Will's from Philly. I'll introduce you. At the time, I'm 21. So I'm like, I'm just, I'm probably like got drafted three months before. So everything, being in Cali and all that was like unbelievable to me, you know? So uh, we're like, well, what you, you know, talking, like, what are you doing here? Yada, yada, all that, this and the other. So like my daughter shooting her music video, Willow, to I whip my hair back. <gasps> oh, my gosh, I, love, I, I really did love yeah, that song. Yeah, right? So I'm like, damn, for real? Like, damn, she doing music? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like nine but years old, yeah. At the time, the, the song yeah. didn't come that out. That song was big. It was huge. Yeah, it was just and, real, real catchy. Yeah, yeah, and during that time, right before that, I went to China, and I saw the new Karate Kid with Jay. And so I'm like, damn, where, where little dude at that was doing all that? Flipping shit, mm -hmm. kicking with Mr. Han. 
right? So we're talking. I'm like, this is Uncle Will, basically. Like, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Mm-hmm. My mom tell me to come sit down at 7 p.m. I'm watching Fresh Prince. Had like, to. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, it's Will Smith. We're talking, and he's hella nice, hella cool. So, um... Fast forward, probably like two years later, he's kind of like the fake, like kind of like an ambassador for Philadelphia or whatever. So like, he always remember we had a conversation and spoke, you know, a couple of times. So when he see me, I don't know, he made my day, but he like, "Et, hey, what up, baby?" Oh, I'm that's like, so cool. Give me a hug and shit. So one time, I'm like running through the hallway because you know I always take that that piss before the game. To make I sure do I'm, know that. Yeah, I make know sure everyone's hydrated. Good luck. Good luck, that. piss. Yeah, I just want to make sure my piss is clear because yeah, I feel good. like that's just hydrating. <laughs> yeah, that's whatever. smart. That's smart. Yeah, that's just like a little pregame ritual. Yeah. That and praying. This is the pro lessons. Right? Yeah, that <laughs> and praying. But this this is the sad make, thing is, I know exactly what he's talking about. Yeah, because they gotta move everybody out the way. But yeah, so so whatever. So I'm going through the hallway to take my piss. So, right when I'm walking by, he's in the hallway. So, low key's like, E.T. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> in my head, I'm like, Uncle Will. Like, there's no way I should be having a conversation with you because you're just like, yeah. borderline like God. <laughs> Shout out to God. <laughs> so, when we're trying to give each other a hug, we're like trying to figure out which way our head is going to go. Oh, so, my bottom lip brushes top lip. <laughs> Right, I'm now, falling off my chair. The only person, so only person. Oh my God. So mind you, in the hallway, only person in the hallway. My dude, Mike Preston, PR guy, former PR guy for the Sixers. Shout out, Mike Preston. Miss you, my guy. So it's kind of. Please like, tell me there's video. Of this. I know. I no, there's love no it. video, of it, but like it's kind of like there's uh, always video. Video is mine. Low key, but me and him are both like, oh, I and low key kiss this man. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like. <laughs> So it's kind of like a weird kind of like what the hell just happened like like I'm talking about like sometimes you accidentally like bump somebody but like this is full on like kind of like lip and I'm damn I don't know how you this happened because like you're like much taller than him like no I don't know, how did you guys get this like, no because we were trying like like we kind of were trying to find an angle you know and it just happened I get I don't really know but, <laughs> I but it, like, it never happened to me but if Uncle Will gives you I'm not letting like Uncle Will giving you a hug I'm like bro I'm not letting this of man course, wait a of course. second yeah, for the embrace you feel me so when the lip hit I'm damn in my head I'm and he like damn. But in my head, like, shit, I'm gonna tell this story later. Like, you know what I'm that saying? Like, this is Will Smith. But have you yeah. seen him since then? I actually saw. Him Has he a, called <laughs> since no, you he made hasn't out? called. He hasn't called. He hasn't called. But I still, I still kept have my. You follow wit. him on Instagram? Yeah, of course. It's the best. It's the best thing that ever happened. He's, on Instagram. He's really good. It's a great. It's but no, I seen him at the Canelo Triple G fight. But like, that was my first time probably seeing him. So this happened probably in like Oh, two. I was at that fight. Yeah, that was a great That's fight. Everybody was at that fight. It was me and Iggy. Oh, I have a good story. Me, for, Iggy, I have a good story from that fight. Tell which me. doesn't involve me, but it involves another big movie star. What and happened? I don't, and, I could, and I could be telling this slightly wrong, so oh, forgive me if you hear it. But there's, I'm no, there's no fact checkers I'm going to say it anyway. This is just, it's a third hand thing, because I was not. Whoa. I was, I was not. Oh, uh, well, ET's looking at his phone. Oh, no, I was saying you said third hand. Oh, thing. I thought oh, you like, had breaking news no, for us. So. All these people were at the fight. So, like, Will Smith was at the fight with – he was there with, like, LeBron. And, yeah. And all kinds of people were there. Da, da, da. Denzel was there, and he was, like, sort of sitting separately from everybody else. And Denzel so, like, I had, like, pretty good seats for the fight. I was probably, like, 10 rows back or something like that. Huh? Denzel was, like, two rows back, which makes sense. I'm like, okay, of course, Denzel should be, like, in the ring. Like, yeah. do whatever he wants. <laughs> so he's there the whole time, and he's, like, he's, like, going crazy, and he's cheering, and da-da-da, and, like – like I don't, I don't, we don't. I had met him before, but like we don't talk. And I just like, I'm just like having fun watching him do yeah, his thing. Be that close. Like, don't think anything of it. Yeah. Just he's like, whatever. Denzel's at the fight, like a big movie star. Apparently, what happened? I heard afterwards. Uh, 
is Denzel, like, he might have had tickets, but, like, those weren't his seats. He just, like, went to these seats. No way. And the guy whose seats he was in didn't want to, like, He's kick like, him out of the seat. Oh, my god! so gosh. he just, like, took the guy's seat, and the guy, like, kind of, like, the guy didn't, like, leave. He, like, hung towards the back was a like, little no, bit. Denzel got my seat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so he was, like, he still was, like, fine. He was still in, like, the front section, so it wasn't like he was, like, in the upper deck instead of it, but, like, he wasn't in a seat that he probably oh my paid. Goodness. I don't know, ten thousand dollars for or something like that, because he was too scared to go yeah, tell Denzel. Yeah, seats were expensive too. Yeah, bro. seats were super expensive. That's legend status, like. And then was like, he, like he just like didn't give a fuck. He's I, like, you, they're yours. Well, I'd love yeah. then legend status on his part because he's like, oh, there's this. I'm at this big, you know, huge event. I'll just, I think these two seats. Yeah, look I'll good. take these. Yeah, these are mine. I, think I feel yeah. like if I was Denzel, I would do that. <laughs> I would too. I'm like, what ticket? I just pulled you ever met up. him? Denzel, no, yeah. but if I ever Dude, met him, the, that guy's that guy's charisma is like. I got a little starstruck the first time I met that. I'm going to keep 1,000 with you. If you ever got me a chance to meet him, I would bring my mom because that was like when I was like, my mom didn't ask for anything when I was like picking agents, but she was damn near like, bruh. You need to you get mean? me a meet Denzel. So this is the thing with Denzel. He's, he definitely is familiar with you because he's a huge basketball fan. Yeah. So he's like aware. He's very un... Um, very unsentimental. <laughs> just like he's just like he's not like like I, like he's the kind of person that like I remember we tried to talk to him about like some of his old movies or whatever. And Jake like, Shuttlesworth. He just is like, whatever it is. Oh, I, he told a good story though. I, yeah. I can tell this story. Yeah. This is a great basketball story. Uh, so he when he did he got game. Um, he uh, he's a good player. Like he played in high school. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, play, type, yeah, but like, yeah. yeah, but but obviously Ray is like. At that point, Ray was the best high school player in the country. Yeah. Like he was very clearly going to be like a superstar. Uh-huh. So, in the script, in the script that uh, Spike didn't write, it. I forgot who wrote it, but in the script, basically that final scene where they're playing at the end, mm-hmm. um, it was written to be sort of improv. So like there wasn't a that there, final line was improv. So, not not the Sorry, final I'll line. Shut up. The, the final, final, the final basketball scene. Yeah. So and so he knew that going in, and so his basically his. Uh, he knew that from sort of day one and his logic was like, I can't, I can't lose 11, nothing to Ray <laughs> in this scene. Like, it's just, I can't go back home. He's from uh, Mount Vernon. New York. He's like, I can't, like, they're going to make fun of yeah. me. Like, I just can't do it. And so he basically decided that like, they played a lot of basketball on set. Cause like, obviously there was, there were hoops all around yeah. him like that. And so the whole time when they were like shooting the movie for like two months or whatever it was, he basically only went right. He only shot with his right hand, and he only did righty lefts. Like he never even attempted to go left ever. He just was like, because like most yeah. normal players, like right. who are not like yeah, not college players, or yeah. even good high school players, they can't go left. So like yeah. if they're righty, all you can do is go right. Mm-hmm. So all he did was go right, and he basically just kind of like baited him. Oh my god! And so then now when you rewatch the scene, it's amazing because after we told the story, we watched the scene. Basically, in the scene. Remember he scores like the first four points? Because he goes left every time. Because <laughs> Ray's like one of those guys. He like sees everything. Yeah, yeah, of and course. And so he's like, he can't go left. And so he just goes left. Oh, how funny. For the first four times and just scores on him. And then you could see it in the thing. He like snaps. He's like, fuck that. And then he just destroys him for the next But he 11. got his points. But he got his points. Yeah, so he didn't get shut out. And that was it. What was the sex scene improv with Ray? <laughs> oh, at, at That's the, when Ray comes in the podcast, you ask him that. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can do that, ET. I'll no, let you handle uh, that one. <laughs> well, again, I would keep going, but yeah. I know you guys got stuff to do. That this was dope, man. So yeah, honestly, that good. was cool. I love that. Like we're in LA. You are. We work in the entertainment business, so we, that was kind of like our vibe, our theme yeah, of, of Brent this. Ratner, yeah. I'm yeah, coming Brent up Ratner. to Portland. When? Once my charges get dropped. And I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> Comedian also. <laughs> this dude is crazy. Let me know when you're pulling out, bro. Come to Where should the- I come? I got to pick a good game. Uh, come to that Travis Scott. It's actually a spring. I can't come. I got to go to New York. I can't. Oh, that. I forgot about it. Yeah. It is a holiday time. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm on like dropping on- all my holiday plans to go see Travis. Like, I love Travis, but like, come yeah, on. Yeah, like, no, you missed out on Hanukkah, so I guess yeah. you, you got to go Christmas. light your candles. Kwanzaa celebration. Yeah, no, that's the day after. Yeah, so you can do a Kwanzaa party with Travis. I'm down with that. Et and I will look up a really great game for you to come to, and maybe there will be a concert there the same weekend or something. That'd be great. There, I don't know who will be performing in Portland because besides Travis, usually the people. What the 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 hottest thing was like? It gets skipped. It's like Ludacris and them. Like Ludacris showed up, which is an underrated. I love Ludacris. Ludacris is good. That's a good shit. Amina, he performs on twenty second. Oh my god! Why would Amina do a concert the same night as a Travis Scott? He's from Portland, right? Yeah, bro. He's dope. He is dope. He's good. One point five. Okay, so someone we work with is really close friends with him. Grew up with him, so I'll work on that. All right, let me know, bro. You can stay at the crib. No, I'm staying at the Monaco. Oh, yeah, stay at the Monaco, yeah. but book the right day. Yeah, I'm staying at the Monaco, book the right day, and then we'll throw an entourage party at the crib. I don't know All why right. you would stay there rather than E.T.'s pad. That's yeah. Because I want a car to drive over me when I'm trying to sleep. Man, shut up, <laughs> we already went His house is like, I mean, this shit's dangerous up there. You I guess, I I guess you, you have yeah. a point, bro, now yeah. think about it. Yeah, matter of fact, I might have to stay at Monaco. Yeah. Little staycation for Haiti. Yeah. No, you don't know, bro, because it gets once it gets like rainy and cold, they don't ice the roads, so you might be stuck up there for me and my shout out busy. We we're stuck up there for three days, just two that. dudes in the house. I remember that. What happened? I don't know. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> That's another pod. All, All right. right, thank you seriously so much for coming. That was really great. Thanks again. Thank you guys for having me. This is fun. Yeah. Thanks, Thomas. I appreciate you. Come back up and visit us in Portland. Thank you guys so much, and we will see you very soon on the next road trip. And Ali, take it away. Hey, yay. Thanks. Thanks so much, as always, Brooke, Evan, and of course Tommy for episode 100. And again, we can't thank you all enough for making road tripping what it has become today. Cheers to episode 100 and many more.